You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, September 22nd. The year is 2020. I'm your hunt. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, there we go. Rolling. <laughs> I'm your host, Will Hunter. There it is. Nice. All right. God, there I'm your go. Hunter, Will Host. Yes. Could you imagine if your last name was Host and you didn't choose some sort of hosting related profession? Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code lockdown, you'll get $10 off your next order. Matt, answer the question. Woo! Wait, what question? Could you imagine if your last name was Hope? You know what? It doesn't matter. Okay. We are off to a roaring start here. Back uh, reunited together, Will. This is great. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I missed you yesterday. I'm your host, Will Hunter. I'm joined by my fresh off of shooting 47 over par at Arcadia Bluffs <laughs> host, Matt Sheehan. <laughs> uh, it felt like that some holes, but no, we, we uh, staved off a horrible round and we shot 85, there which you is go. fine. Good yeah, we'll you. take it. It, it. it could have been better, but it also could have been catastrophically worse. Yes. Um, that, so that is, we will take it. Yeah. That's, that's how that course plays. Buddy, you don't want to miss the fairway. Oh, and uh, your co-host missed the fairway quite some times, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had some hero shots. Uh, I, I I don't want to bore everyone with my round of golf. Those are always okay. the most boring stories to hear about. Is when someone describes their you know their round shot for shot. It's like, dude, who cares? Um, I, I'm already I'm done. Already yeah, done. no, it's great to be back though. I'm back. I'm absolutely beyond tired right now. But will I'm very excited. Um, and first of all, nice job with the podcast yesterday. Going back to your old ways Did of you solo. Well, yeah. Well, you've gotten soft, man. I, what was that compliment you paid me in the I know. second segment? That's that, why well, I you, didn't you've want lost you to your listen. edge. Fatherhood has changed you. You're you've lost your edge, man. That that wow. That was not the Will Hunter I know. No. Must be lofting praise all willy nilly all of a sudden. So, thank you. But I'm also a little disturbed by it. Will. I'll try to not do it anymore. Okay. Thanks. All right. <laughs> thanks. Appreciate it. Try to uh, avoid that uh, on today's show, Matt. Yeah. We're going to uh, talk some more about the schedule, and I think we should kind of lay out, as my dog is just ripping around on the carpet behind me because <laughs> she has an itchy ear. Ah, uh, happens. Oh, I do just, the same when my ears itch. This is, you know what? Fatherhood hmm. is fantastic. It is just causing all of my professional endeavors to just yeah. turn into complete bleep shows. Like, oh, you got, I got to take the dog with me to record because other things are going... It's just... Now she's rolling around on her back, kicking her feet up in the air. It's just everything's a mess. Yeah, it sounds like everything's going well. That's a, that's a vibe check if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Nice. So, on today's show, uh, yeah, let's just go through the schedule. I want to get your thoughts on it. We can talk about some other interesting details, uh, how we think this is going to play out, if we're confident that the uh, full season's going to get in and on, uh, and on down the line. So I think... That's uh, all the time we'll need today, Matt, or all the topic, content, whatever. You get what I'm saying. I, I'm following where you're going here. You're yeah. me. Today's not my day. No, it's okay. It's it's not mine either, but you know what? We're going to give it our all here <laughs> through, through the next yeah. uh, 20 to 30 minutes. It's, it's so Monday. Buckle off. <laughs> it's 9.30 p.m. on a Monday. I had just a typical Monday where everything was just going wrong, and it just wasn't my day. And then I capped it off by going to the grocery store 
getting some food, and while I'm in line putting my stuff up on the uh, the checkout ramp, whatever it's called, the belt. Yeah, yeah, uh, the, the grocery belt, yeah. yeah. Nice big jar of pasta sauce in a glass jar. Down she goes, explodes all mm. over the place. Nice. They had to shut like, down like an the, assassination over there. I had nice. to shut down the lane because of me. Perfect. And I'm just covered in sauce, running to go get another sauce, and it was just one wow. of... <laughs> One of the worst days of my life without any sort of like tragedy or traumatic or anything. Sure. And nothing bad actually happened to me or so anyone that I care about, but it was just terrible. Yeah. So did you have to like stand there all sheepishly while the person either mopped it or whatever they had to do, like clean it up? Because that that cannot be a comfortable scenario to be in. No, I ran to go get another thing of sauce. And when I came back, the whole area was cleared out. The uh, lady oh, okay. who was, well, hold on. The lady okay. who was scanning the groceries was nice and put all my groceries up on the belt and was already working on them. Wow. Very nice. Which is fantastic. And then there was someone there wearing a dress shirt who... Look like a managerial type, uh, sweeping up the glass and stuff. And I said sorry, and he didn't say anything to me. And that's about how it went. Sure, that that's best case scenario, probably right. He could have hit you with, "Oh, happens all the time." But yeah, yeah well, everything short of that, <laughs> I needed yeah. that in that moment. Sure. Oh no, but that's the only reason I apologized because in my mind I was like, he'll say something like something comforting, like "Ah, don't worry about it." Yeah. And I needed that, and instead I got hmm. nothing. <laughs> Yeah, do you know what? Maybe, maybe that could have gone a little better than in hindsight. Oh, well, hey, I mean, so you're just sitting here at the desk right now podcasting and just marinara covered uh, jeans right now is, is what I imagine. So we're ready to roll, baby. I sh- no, I, sh- I changed and, and showered. So. Ah, boo. All right, let's 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 do this for as... God, I hate this dog right now. <laughs> this dog is an active uh, listener, and they have some takes she's, on the MSU football schedule. She's a nightmare. All right, give me your initial reaction. The schedule gets released. Big noon Saturday. Yeah, you're out on of the course. golf course, so you're catching up on Twitter. Yeah. What uh, When you heard they were releasing the schedule, did you have any pre-thoughts like, oh, I hope this, I hope that? And then what yeah. was your reaction once you finally saw it? I mean, I don't want to, like, redo the episode you just dropped yesterday, but, like, the one thing I hoped was, okay, please drop, like, that Minnesota game, for example, for the crossover game. Like, I I don't want that Northwestern game to be booted off the schedule for the crossovers (laughs) just for the the purpose of getting the games on the schedule that MSU could win here. I don't know if that Minnesota game was going to be a game that MSU uh, could have won. Uh, The second one, of course, uh, you hit on it pretty hard yesterday, so I'll try to be short about it. But, dude, like, I I am totally in lockstep with you about this Rutgers week one game. (laughs) Like, I mean, on on one hand, it's like, oh, great. Okay, well, we we got the biggest softball possible. That's also the problem, though, is that, like, we're starting the Mel Tucker tenure with a game that's, like, pretty, like, low pizzazz level if they win. But, oh, boy, boy, howdy. If they lose... Exactly. If, if you get like you get like a handshake and a, and a little blue ribbon that says you beat Rutgers. But boy, oh, yikes! If you lose this game, um, I'm not saying I think they're going to lose. I'm not saying oh it could be a close one. But th- that's the first thought that entered my mind. Like even above like oh okay Michigan second week that's pretty interesting. Or okay wow capping off the year with a nice little gauntlet of Ohio State Penn State. Like now the first I just went to immediate worst case scenario of. Oh crap! If we lose that game, this would be a yes. disaster start. And you know what? Though, like, I needed that back in my life. I, I have been missing my edge ever since like MSU sports went away. Like, yeah, the I love the Tigers. The Tigers are on, but like, I don't expect anything from them no. this year. Like, 
I'm not expecting a lot from MSU football, but I'm expecting them to beat Rutgers at least. So it is nice having like that irrational fear that's sports-based back in my life right now. So even though it's just like a schedule show and a schedule post on Twitter is how I found out, like, wow, that my blood is back to pumping, Will. This is great. Football is back. Big Ten football's back. Spartans are back. Just complete masochism is back. I, I, I cannot wait. Oh, let's go. Did you flinch at all? Like when you it just... I don't know. You, you, you're a flincher, Matt. I am. Fo- oh, Michigan yeah. State football makes you flinch. Yeah, makes of course. you expect the worst. Was there any sort of flinching or anything like, oh, God? Um, I let out, uh, like, I just read the tweet to myself, like, during the, the round of golf, and I just I let out a, oh, <laughs> that, that's, that's what I, I didn't, like, say what that was in response to. I just kept it to myself. I was like, eh, I'm sure it'll be okay. But honestly, like, the more I'm looking at the schedule, I think that four and four heading into the championship week will. I'm chugging the Kool Aid yeah. over here. You, chugging you could, the Kool Aid. I'm chugging it big time, man. Four and four is looking okay. And I gotta say, I did not think that that would be possible. But look at the schedule. Okay, so you, you know you get Rutgers. You hopefully get Maryland, perhaps yeah. Northwestern. You just gotta catch a flyer on Michigan, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio State, and Penn State. And even Michigan. Yeah, I, I mean, you know what? I. I just, just a you know flyer. What? I'm not saying it's, it's yeah. likely. But Let's yeah. pause here for one sec. We'll come right okay. back and we'll talk about that. Because I, uh, I think it's an interesting conversation to be had. But first, Matt, a word from Built Bar. Built, Built Bar. Bar is Built the best Bar. tasting protein bar ever. And they've got a new and improved formula that is just absolutely bananas. Mm-hmm. Are there a banana flavored? I, well, I was going to say is there ban- still banana, banana, banana bread. Yes, I knew there was still banana okay. flavored. The flavors are as bananas as the banana bread flavor. Mm, nice. What up? They've got 18 amazing flavors, six brand new ones, 12 originals. They are just, it's heater after heater, Matt. Yes. Fantastic Absolutely. flavor. After fantastic flavor, they are chewy and delicious, all covered in 100% chocolate. And you would think something that tastes good, usually, it's like a rule of life. If it tastes good, it's not good for you, right? Of course, yes. Built Bar, the exception to the rule. These bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. They're great for a keto diet. They're great for any diet. They're great for anyone, Matt. Absolutely. It is great. And they're great for your taste buds. They are great for your taste buds and great for the health-conscious guy. Take the uh, peanut butter bar here. 19 grams of protein, Matt. That's a lot of protein. Well, that, of protein. So it must be high in fat as well and calories. Well, only 180 calories. Huh. Can you believe I'm it? I'm mistaken. No, I can't simply Five cannot. grams of sugar, I can't believe it. And it's just like that on down the list. you got to check these things out. If you haven't done it yet, I don't know what you're doing. And Built Bar's got a promo code for you. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get $10 off your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And today's episode is also brought to you by Home Field Apparel. Let's go. Let's go. If, uh, honestly, I said this with Built Bar, and I say this with Home Field and Built Bar every time. If you haven't done it yet, if you haven't checked out the stuff yet, what are you even doing? I don't you're robbing need, yourself of comfort. Yeah, That's what you're doing. I don't even need to read this ad. Just go to HomeFieldApparel.com and check it out. It sells itself. It but, does. In case you need me to sell it some more, I will. They make incredibly comfortable, officially licensed collegiate apparel. They've got sweet vintage marks uh, from old programs, yearbooks. They talk to alums and people in the school and figure out, like, cool old, hey, what's a logo that's never been used or hasn't been used in 50 years? 
and they just come through with heater after heater, banger after banger. All their stuff works. All their clothing is awesome, and they dropped their vintage Michigan State line on August 1st, so it's pretty fresh, pretty new. You can get something, some Michigan State gear, something for the Michigan State fan in your life that they will not have seen before. These things are totally original. You're not going to find this stuff like anywhere else. I, I can no. say that confidently. And right now you can get 20% off your first purchase of Home Field Apparel at homefieldapparel.com with code ONSPARTANS. That's one word, ONSPARTANS. One more time, homefieldapparel.com, promo code ONSPARTANS. Get 20% off your first purchase. Okay, Matt. So you right, we, we ended last segment with sort of a cliffhanger, yeah. if you will. You how'd you describe the Michigan game? You just have to catch a flyer on it. Is really what it is. Um, it, I'm not feeling necessarily great about it, but yeah. I, I, early enough in the season, you yeah. know, both teams are breaking new quarterbacks. Yeah. It, it can happen. I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, some wacky things happen in this rivalry, and when the wacky things do happen. Knock on wood. They usually go in the favor of the green and white here. So uh, hopefully that trend can keep going on when things get wacky. I just got fresh to the inbox, Matt, two minutes ago. Yeah? An email from Michigan State University. Okay. Spartans return to practice field with a, quote, sense of urgency. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's that's what I want them to sense. Yeah. I'll have some quotes here from Tucker. I got a picture of Antoine Simmons, picture of Mel Tucker. Fantastic. Just intimidating as hell. Let's go. We like that. We like to see that. I heard I saw a lot of quotes today on the Yola Twitter.com and some Zoom calls with uh, Mr. Rocky Lombardi. Uh, that uh, practice has been ramped up in intensity, mm-hmm. and uh, if they had to rate on a scale of one to ten, they say it's a ten. Now I don't suspect that you know a player would ever say, Oh, it's <laughs> it, it's just a three. Like I, of course that was gonna be the quote the entire time, but still just reading that, ooh! like to see that man that's that's big time and they have to because they have about uh, six more minutes of practice <laughs> before the season starts oh uh, we're just gonna nothing here no pads till september 30th doesn't matter um, okay so yeah I, I think what you brought up breaking in new quarterbacks lots of players yeah. lost uh to the nfl to the uh the draft to free agency upon not getting drafted sure for Michigan State's angle, at least. Um, yeah, yeah I, I guess, I don't know, better to catch them early than late because they're not, like, Ohio State, it doesn't matter when you play them. Right, yeah. Penn State, correct. doesn't really matter when you play them. Mm-hmm. But Michigan is going to come into that game with more talent, just in terms of, like, star recruiting, and I think it's safe to say just general football ability. Not by, like, a crazy margin, but, like, there, there's a gap there. We've seen it on the field. Mm-hmm. You probably want to catch that early before uh, before it has time to gel with Milton making his second career start, and then you can maybe you know get a couple turnovers, beat a team that you're seven to ten point underdog against. Wouldn't be crazy, uh, yeah. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm with you. I'm not thinking that's going to be anything uh, other than like, oh, maybe they can spring an upset here. It's a rivalry game, right? Yeah, and like of the, of the four games that are like pretty highly regarded on the schedule, like the Ohio State, Penn State, I'll be nice to Iowa. I'll throw them in there, and Michigan. Nah, I think I was gonna just I, they're breaking in a new quarterback too. Yeah, but does, does that ever matter for Iowa? Like I, I no. feel like they're always <laughs> solid. Like whoever is be, well, behind center, it depends. 
solid. I, I I didn't say elite, just solid enough. Like, because yeah. I, I, yeah, like if I'm making the Mount Rushmore of like the four toughest opponents, I'm having Iowa in there before Indiana, I believe. Not this year, I don't think. Yeah, well, it, it, I mean, it depends on Panics and how his health is going to be this yeah, year. I, I hope he isn't made of glass this year because he's very exciting to watch. He's very good. I hope he, he is. Uh, well, no, I'm not going to. You know what? I hope he. Uh, you hope he has a vacation already booked for yes, November 14th exactly. that he can't get a refund on <laughs> because he heard the schedule was postponed until the spring. So he booked a Cabo vacation, all inclusive, of course, uh, yes. that he just, just can't make the game November 14th. Yeah. Yep. How about that? Okay, there we go. I was going to say, like, nice. I hope he's sick, but not with COVID. But then, like, even though you're like, no, you no, know what? You were going to say, I, I hope he busts both Achilles and no. uh, an ACL to boot. Yeah, we, oh, you had it you had it locked and loaded, ready to go. You're about to spew some hot takes on here. I was thinking, like, just tweaked ankle, right? Mm. Just a one-weeker. The, the, the sniffles. <laughs> Something that absolutely has no negative impact on anything moving forward. I just don't want him to play. He's sure. really good. Sure, just going for a bad breakup. So I can watch him, but I don't want him to play Michigan State because, oh boy, did he gash them last season. Uh, he looked pretty good, but hey, it all worked out in the end anyway. Um, it did. So if you're yeah. thinking, like, what is your... Oh, percent chance? Are we going to do that game? No, like, what, okay. middle, what is the most reasonable outcome for this eight-game slate? Three and five or four and four? Or two and See, six, maybe? No, I don't want to go two and six. I'm not feeling that mopey about the season just okay. yet. Um, like they can get one at least of Northwestern, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, right? That's that's what I'm feeling, and that's why I feel like it's four and four. Now, ask me like a week from now, or like two weeks from now, after like more stuff about like how the quarterback battle is going or whatnot. Like, oh, it's that over. can easily fluctuate down to three and five. Quarterback battle's I, over. I know. So, like, I I guess I really don't need to know or don't know what I need to hear to like change that. But right now, I guess I'll, I'll be Mister uh, whatever the opposite of Debbie Downer is. Um, Positive Sam- Patty. Samuel Sunshine. Um, Samuel Sunshine. Yeah, you like that one. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go four and four just, just to just to have fun with it. Yeah, because right, okay, Rutgers. I'm pounding on wood right now, so excuse me. Rutgers, Maryland, Northwestern. Okay, that's your three, and then just well, just just one flyer, just one flyer. Michigan, Iowa, Indiana. You just stun Ohio State on December fifth, <laughs> or uh, walk into Happy Valley and uh, stun the Nittany Lions, and just have James Franklin staring at the the scoreboard like a substitute teacher trying to teach calculus uh one more time it, it, god that's mm, i get i can see it now just him and that patented james franklin confused look how did it all go wrong in this game that we were absolutely supposed to win the look on his face mm, maybe that's our flyer that we're catching here four and four four and four four and four i i you know what i'm fine with it i said okay. i said five and four is like doable oh it's great if it happens too and yeah that's like a that's a win Right, I know sure. it's a sad state of your program. It feels a little like, ah, but we got to know where we're at right now. You yeah. know, like, yeah, yeah let, let's not be delusional about this. Fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. I want to. Any other closing thoughts on the schedule or anything around that before we transition here to something different? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, you I make said fun of Nebraska fans. Yeah, well, what's what's going on with all that? Are, are they moping about their schedule that they're playing uh, other Big Ten teams in the Big Ten schedule that they're begging for? Is, yes. is that what's happening? Okay, perfect. Yeah, That's the, the, the AD, Nebraska fans I know. The AD publicly complained. They're, they're, okay. they're oh, making a stick. On. Like, something's up here. The Big Ten is trying to get them. Okay. The, yeah, let, let me just look at their schedule, and I'll gather my thoughts on, on that, which I'm sure will be great. And, well received by by uh, their fan. Oh yeah, they got screwed big time. <laughs> oh, get Ben. Let's go. 
Ah, week four, Penn State. Hey, hey but at least uh, they get a home game against Penn State. Come on, how upset can you be? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. All right, <laughs> I want to do two things after the break. I want to go, I've got a roster, an updated roster in front of me with new heights and weights. Oh, yeah, no, I like that. this. Some things that are noteworthy. Let's go. Um, and I also want to talk about, uh, it appears there's a starting quarterback on this team already, Matt. Sure. It appears that way. So we'll do that here in just a second. But first, a word from rockauto.com. Okay, don't sing it, Matt. Rock auto! Sorry, I was looking up to the new height ways. Rock auto! Sorry, Will, I'm leaving you hanging during this sad read for rock auto! All right, you got my full attention again. Sorry. Right. No, you go back to it. I, don't I fell asleep at the though. steering I wheel that I anything. purchased off rock auto. Oh, you like that, huh? Yeah? Yeah. No? Yeah. All right. I don't need anything else more from you in this segment. I'll, I'll see you in segment three. You know, I'll see you Wednesday night. How about that? I'll just... Perfect. Yeah, RockAuto.com right, right. is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts, Ooh. tail lamps, gas pedals, motor oil, new carpet, batteries, whatever you need, whether it's for your classic car or daily driver. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Matt, are you a professional or a do-it-yourselfer? Uh, yeah, do-it-yourselfer. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with that one. Fantastic. Why would you spend up to twice as much for same parts? You, you wouldn't. You'd you be a clown. A clown. It doesn't clown. make sense. So instead, clown. go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, man. I've got I've got the the list up here in front of me. I can see part of it. Okay. Some of it is like not okay. I can I can go in all the way through Spencer Brown, <laughs> and then it like I'll get I'll try to get the other numbers here. It's it's all janky. Oh, you know what? I got to go to the next picture. Oh, and I lost it. Shit. Oh, we're, we're rocking and rolling. Okay, okay. Uh, when you gather your thoughts on that or uh, whatever page you're on, oh, I, no. I got to shout this out. Now this is on uh, Colton Pouncey's account. Uh, Kevin Jarvis now lists at six six. Was previously at six four. Luke hey. Fulton went from six two to six four. Others gained an inch. This strength and conditioning staff rocks. Are you kidding me? They're, they're throwing kids on on the stretcher rack. That's yeah. awesome. Let's go, baby. That's, That's what big. we're talking about. That's big time. Getting muscles and inches. Wow. Where have you guys been, man? We're rocking and rolling here. This is, this is how you start a new regime in the in the weight room. Yeah, I think they might be fibbing a bit. Speedy nailers. No. Now at six feet tall. Not sure about that. Ah, sure he is. Here's my favorite one. Okay, I've okay. got a few favorite things. Okay. Uh, Matt Coglin. Sure. 5'9", mm-hmm. 195. I've sat at a table with I, Matt Coglin. I, I, I don't know about that unless he tacked on like the the COVID forty. Um, I have a tremendously hard time believing that. <laughs> Matt Coglin is five foot seven, one hundred and seventy two pounds. I can guarantee that, that. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, I'm really excited for the prospect of Simeon Barrow. I don't know if he's going to be any okay. good or not. He's six two, two hundred and seventy. Okay. Freshman defensive tackle, wearing number eight. Oh, let's go. The yeah. Kirk Cousins number. That's big time. I, I love that play. Yeah. Up to like 6'2", 300, mm-hmm. looking just jacked out of his mind, like big time D tackle stuff. Let yeah. me see that rocking number eight, single digit D lineman, have a special place in my heart. 
Yeah. And Malik McDowell doesn't count because he was just an athletic freak. Sure. I need some heft. And yeah, my or like Will Golson too. Like he he was jacked. Um, no, yes. yeah, yeah, Will yeah, Golson you... doesn't count. Any DNs don't count. Mm-hmm. You know, jacked athletic freaks don't count. I want a no so tackle yeah. wearing number four. That's what I want. For sure. And like the single digit number two, like that's going to take up less room in the jersey. So it's yes. going to make you look even like bigger too. That, <laughs> a that, lot is, of green. that is a pro a lot play. Of green in the jersey. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh my God, this guy's got to be at least 450 of sheer muscle coming at me when he's wearing yeah. a single digit. That's it's the only number yeah. that I would be looking at if I was a, like a front four player. Mike, no doubt. Mike Fletcher doesn't count though. He's 6'6, 250, wearing number five. Like he's super duper jacked. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited about him, but I'm not in love with him number wise. Like I couldn't, I could really care, couldn't care less. Okay, so I want for D tackles. I want those single digits, big dudes, love handles, some girth. That's I'm into that. I'm all about that. Do you know what I'm not into though? Is that no one took advantage of you could wear number zero now? This yeah, year. that's that's disappointing, guys. Where where are we at here? Come on, Naquan Jones, number zero. Oh, let's go. Or like Jalen Nail, like I think like a receiver, like a speedy receiver, like wearing zero, yeah, like ooh, that that yeah. looked nice. It's not as good as a big D lineman wearing. Not zero. as good, but I think it's second place. Like getting torched by someone wearing number zero, like ooh, that's yeah, that that's gonna that's good. gonna look good in the highlight film. Uh, Rocky Lombardi, two hundred and twenty five pounds. Okay, here we go. I will say I've written. I'm in the process of finishing writing what I would do to build an offense around Rocky Lombardi. Is it the veer? Please tell me it's the veer. For the newsletter? Uh, there's some veer elements, absolutely. Let's go, baby. I'm, I'm sold. Just sold. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, there's there's definitely some veer elements. Um, yeah, Spartans Will newsletter, substack.spartanswill.com if you want to check that out. Mm, uh, yeah, nice. how I would build a fun offense around Rocky Lombardi because it looks like he's going to be the starter uh, he did media today after practice, him and Antoine Simmons. I'm going to yep. guess they're going to announce him as a captain relatively soon here. Sure. Uh, and all the indications like you and I have talked about are is that he's probably going to be the starter. So I think it can work. Mm-hmm. I, I know people are like, uh, I think it can work. We'll talk about that when the day comes, if they, if it does get announced. Um, but yeah, I am writing about that for, uh, it might already be out. Now it's Tuesday that you're listening to this. All right. Here's one that caught my eye, Matt. Okay. Go for it. Trayvon Morgan. Yes, yeah, even taller. Six foot seven. Let's go. Two hundred and thirty <laughs> pounds. Now let's go. I will say they posted a picture of some receivers flexing uh, from mm-hmm. the, a month ago. He looked impressive. He's a big person. I'm fired up for him. He's yeah. huge. Can I guess his stat line this year? Three catches, Thir- 30, Thir- three yards, three touchdowns. Duh. I was gonna go. I was gonna go twenty catches for a total of uh, forty-two yards with sixteen touchdowns. <laughs> is is my is my prediction for uh, Trayvon Morgan coming up this year? Seems like a lot. A lot of red zone targets is what yeah. we're saying. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, goal, Chase goal Klein. Chase Klein, six four two thirty five. If those dimensions are even close to accurate, we could see him playing some jack. This year, little defensive end linebacker hybrid type. I like that. Certainly uh, something interesting to look forward to. Elijah Collins, 220 pounds. Now, what was he last year? Was he closer to like the 205 mark last year? I think year? he was close to 205 last year, and I would—I yeah. don't know that he's 220 right now. That's that's big. I mean, Eli's like six feet tall. He's not, you know, mm-hmm. running backs tend to run shorter. He's not a really tall back like, uh, I don't know, Adrian Peterson's a taller guy and stuff like that, but... Uh, I, I don't think he's quite six one. I don't know that he's going to be 220 pounds. If he is, that is a lot of weight for him. Sure, 
Sure. There is one other thing that caught my eye too. If, if I could j- jump in on the, the, sure. the fun yeah. of Sean players out, is that James Ohamba down to three hundred five. Now that's a player that really. I feel like he's kind of like forgotten about. You could check me on this, but I just don't feel like he is well, he talked. Yeah, he hasn't touched the field at all. He was a decent recruit, had some really that, good offers. That's the thing is like he did come in with like a great offer sheet and was a highly rated recruit. But like mm-hmm. I feel like when talking about the offensive line, like for the following season, like he's just a afterthought now. So I'm, I'm wondering if like he does get back into the mix. I guess you can't get back into the mix if you were never in the mix in the first place. Yeah. But like, you get what I'm saying? Like, he, I wonder if he could be a key player this year. Can he enter the mix for the first time? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Him and Jacob Isaiah, too. Like, I, I just, he's another like, the, one, yeah. The, those were two guys that were very highly regarded on the recruiting trail, and I would just, uh, just, I'd just be absolutely tickled if uh, we can get some offensive line production this year with uh, those two guys if they want to help. That'd be, that'd be neat, right? Yeah. Uh, it That's be... a hot take for you that uh, having a good offensive line would be good for the Spartans <laughs> this year. Yeah. But no, like yeah, just for those two kids to, like find their foot in here in East Lansing like that would that'd just be great. So I mean, they're giving an inch and a half to everyone. Jordan Reed's listed at six five. Yeah, this is the <laughs> this greatest is staff of all time. In this Antoine Simmons listed at six foot. Nah, not quite. Gotcha. Um, okay, here's a name that we've mentioned briefly. Also, Max Rosenthal not a, is listed at tight end. No more fullback. Fullback. Oh. Okay, yep. R.I.P., all right. Uh, but a name to mention, monitor, keep an eye on. Jack mm-hmm. Henricks, Matt. Okay. Offensive tackle, six foot seven, three fifteen. former walk-on, is a redshirt junior, has been in the program for four years, hasn't seen the field at all, was seen in pictures repping with some linemen that you would consider, you know, starter-ish level linemen, um... It's certainly right. someone like we know they look for six, 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 seven tackles. And with kind of that absence of an experienced surefire right tackle that fits that because Jordan Reed, uh, for all his steadiness, is more of a guard, honestly, just in, in dimension and the way he plays. It's a name to keep an eye on. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's, OT, so. that's a deep cut uh, for, for sure, <laughs> no doubt. When, when you said I got a player for you, I, I did not have uh, Mr. Hendricks as uh, part of that short list of players I thought you were going to bring up there. Yeah, and so they do differentiate differentiate OT and OL. Mm-hmm. So here's your OTs. Jack Hendricks, Jordan Reed. Mm-hmm. Then we got to go all the way down to AJ Arcuri and Mustafa Khalifa. Those are your OTs. Arcuri for his ninth year in a Spartan uniform, may we add. That's I, I, I thought he I thought he's graduated like the last two off seasons. Whenever like we go to the depth charts and everything. <laughs> he, always, he, he like his name always catches my eye, like when like yeah. we do this like preview stuff. <laughs> uh but Nick Samak, uh, Spencer Brown, Luke Campbell, Justin Stevens, who's opted out, uh Blake Buter, JD Duplain, Dan Van Opstall, Dallas Fincher, James Ohanba, Damon Kaler, Jacob Isaiah, Devontae Dubs. Kevin Jarvis, all listed as offensive linemen, not offensive tackle. They have only listed four people as offensive tackles. Interesting. Oh, God. And I just, like, last year, like, we went through three offensive tackles before the third game was even played. <laughs> yes. Like, great. That's, that's, yeah. that's what I want to hear. The, the number four for offensive <laughs> tackles. Fantastic. Jacob Patishuk back in the fold. Yeah. Hey, now. How about that? Yeah, that's yeah. very exciting. I mean, that, that's yeah. big time. I'd like to see uh, that. Yeah, all right. I think that is kind of it in terms of things that are catching my eye, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. Well done. That's I like that. Fun. Just talking talk height and weight. Let's go. Just talking height and weight. Now I'm going to charge everyone $5 for that. That was for subscribers mm. only. 
wow, shoot. Me, like me included, or? Yeah, you included. Nah, all right, fine. I'll get you on Venmo. All right, Matt. Let's, uh, let's end the show. Okay. Okay. We'll be back Thursday. Yeah! All right. That's, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Spartans. We'll be back Thursday with another edition where we will continue to break down heights and weight. Let's go. We're going to go name by name for the entire 30-minute show next time. That's going to be electric. Uh, no, I think we should talk some preseason camp. We'll have a couple practices under our belts. Maybe we'll have some trickling out of some information, some whispers, Ooh, Matt. Some sound bites. Some, Ooh. Some, some, things, some, some quotes to react to. We'll see. Okay. I'm... Uh, Looking forward to it because yeah, it's it started today. They had a it was supposed to be like a light walkthrough, easy thing, and it ended up being a really intense practice. And now they're getting into the full swing of things. They'll start hitting in about a week here, but there are definitely important you know shell practices, stuff like that. Like things are starting to get worked out right now. So we're officially entering preseason mode, and yeah, in a couple of weeks we'll start really breaking it down, Matt. Getting ready for Rutgers. You know it. Let's go. Down with the Scarlet Knights. Down with them. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, take us home. Woo, go green. We're back. And I'm also six feet tall now, so this is great. I'm in the mood.